Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brands Tech. This episode of the interview show will begin in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Brandon, and welcome back to Brands Tech. How are you all? I hope that everyone has been doing well. So for today's episode of the interview show, I'm happy to have my guest today, Samuel Bevins. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Hi, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So first of all, I'm going to give you a chance to introduce yourself, but how are you today? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's really nice to be over and done with the semester and all. Uh, it's just, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with all this free time. <laughs> I guess interviews. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure that yeah that you're going to do great and yeah and also congratulations on officially graduating thank you yeah i just got a word today that i can send in my transcripts i went ahead and did that uh, a few hours ago uh to vcu cool that's great and so i know today we are going we are here to speak a little bit about well first of all i know that you have had some experience with the yeah with the virtual studio at thomas nelson community college and so I'd like to definitely ask you about, yeah, how that experience really, really went for you. Yeah, that was awesome. So that started around August last sem- uh, last year. I almost said last semester. Yeah, August around last year, um, Alicia uh, saw me in like one of the meetings, uh, Thomas Nelson meetings. She was like, hmm, I should contact him and a few other students about starting the virtual studio. Um, so we all got together. We, uh, you know, we sort of set it up and all. And I did a few podcasts with them. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to do much just because um, uh, you might have heard about the presidential transition back in last September. We did a bunch of interviews and uh, that was like two weeks, four days each week, all day doing the interviews. Um, It was a really fun experience, but took a lot of time uh, away from school, unfortunately. So I wasn't really, I was trying to work on getting myself back on track uh, the rest of the semester. (laughs) So... Wow. Well, you know, that's definitely, yeah, I, de- I definitely can see how that would, you know, make it harder to focus on, you know, both doing that and studies. So, yeah, I completely understand, you know, the need to you know, really try to refocus and stuff after that, especially, especially for that, you know, extensive of a time. And so, and so actually, I'm now kind of curious as to how was it like, you know, being able to to do that during the college presidential transition because I'm sure that's probably like a, was a really big you know thing to be a part of. It was really exciting. There were a lot of people working on it all at once. Um, mainly what I was doing with the virtual studios like manning the tech table, making sure like all the Zoom functions are working right or working well because we didn't really have um, anyone in person other than the college board and like two students came for the questioning or the, the sort of uh, student questions to the president. Um, So mainly it was making sure that everything went smoothly. You had uh, the camera always on, the uh, presidential candidates and such. And it was really, it was just a really great experience. You got to mingle some with the college board. It was just a lot of fun. Wow, that is great. And and actually, I meant to ask this earlier, but for those of you listening who are unaware of what the virtual studio does, are you able to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so the virtual studio was started, I guess, yeah, now back in August last year uh, at Thomas Nelson, sort of to get some more online uh, traction going for the college. 
Um, so they produce a lot of podcasts. They, I think they're now doing like book readings and such. So it's really, it's really exciting stuff. They've got a lot of stuff going on. They're on Spotify and Apple Music now, Apple Podcast. Wow, that is great. And yeah, it's really, it's really been nice to see how you know, things have really been progressing since, yeah, as you said, since August of 2020, you know, now being in, you know, 2021 around summertime almost. So, you know, really seeing that it's been almost a year. And so, and so really, how has that experience like, like helped you personally? And are there any like big takeaways that you've taken from that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Actually, um, I'd say that was a huge portion of why I was so successful um, going into the online school, because I am not very good at doing school online, uh, particularly because it's at home. Um, I like thrive when I'm around my peers. And it was really hard to uh, go online um, for me, especially because I was um, I was homeschooled and I had a lot of testing anxiety. So that was all sort of coming back as I was going online. But one of the things that really helped me out was having that, you know, personal connection to the college, being connected in some way with the college, doing something uh, important, right? Like uh, helping set up the virtual studio or helping interview the presidential candidates. Uh, it really got me to sort of really connect not only with the faculty and staff, but with other students and something that I wouldn't have been able to get from um, just doing the online classes by themselves. I would say if you have an opportunity like that, definitely take it. Yeah, that is really great to you know, hear about that experience. And yeah, and almost like to add on to that. Yeah, I like that you said that it really allowed you to help feel more connected with the college, especially during you know, during this time of, you know, all virtual classes and, you know, and not as much like interaction. And so I know that you were actually speaking with me a little earlier and right before we started recording about you know, how your time at the virtual studio has also helped you, you know, be more comfortable, like in front of the camera and front of the microphone as well, for that matter. Yeah, a year ago today, I would not be able to like speak nearly as clearly when I'm doing even now I'm sort of like in and out with my uh, with my grammar. Uh, but it definitely has made me a lot more comfortable talking with people, especially like doing um, doing interviews over Zoom or speaking to people um, in terms of like work or academia. It's it's I've gotten a lot better at it, especially because the school has sort of forced me to <laughs> something that I wouldn't have gotten just from doing classes. Wow. And, you know, and I think one of the things that I remember that that you mentioned back a year ago when I when I last spoke to you prior to today was that one of the things that you were interested in doing for the virtual studio is to also be able to do, you know, almost like math tutoring, I believe and other stuff so so how'd that go for you if you were able to do that yeah so before then i wasn't admitted as a tutor yet um but over that semester i did do a lot of math tutoring um over the weekends and such uh, unfortunately the way the tutoring works at the college it's not really um it it's not in a way that you could use this uh, the virtual studio i didn't know that at the time i really would love to see some kind of change where we could get something going like maybe have uh you know a white you we got that whiteboard in there get you know a study session going have you know a tutor in there writing on the whiteboard people just asking questions you know just some kind of nice communication that goes on with math tutoring because now Math tutoring used to be uh, in the library and now it's all online and there's no really, it's a lot harder to connect with the students, I would say. 
So what would you say would be is one of the ways that, you know, whether you or the others with the virtual studio or even the college in general has been able to try to reach students during this time, especially like within this new, well, it's not even new anymore, the virtual environment that we are in and now essentially almost used to at this point. Yeah, I think Canvas notifications have been like the best way to get students' attentions because you can't even check your grades without <laughs> on your phone without dismissing a notification now. And I think that's definitely gotten me more aware of what's going on in the college. Um, oftentimes, I think students see the emails and they just get flooded with emails either from professors or from other colleges. Um, different things like that. I know I use my student email to sign up for things because I'm not going to have that forever. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be nice to get rid of all those subscriptions. But for me, um, I think notifying students on Canvas has been the best way we've done this so far. Wow. And so would you say that, you know, how would you say that technology has impacted the way that you know, not only that students do college, but you know, also learn as well. I mean, you know, we've had such a big you know, transition. And to think that, you know, back in March of 2020, when everything, you know, especially in terms of the college, yeah, you know, shifted virtual, that it was really like, you know, it wasn't like a planned out transition. It was like a, you know, we need to do this now as it was essentially throughout the United States. So yeah, how do you think that that's really impacted learning? Well, it's really interesting because I think it's so I think the quality of education is not nearly as great online, but I think the ability to reach students is much larger. And I, I don't know. I don't know the pros and cons to that, honestly. For example, um, I wouldn't have been able to offer uh, weekend hours as a tutor um if i was in person but because i was online i was able to do uh between six and ten for weekends uh or five and ten to on weekends and at night and that benefited a lot of students who, because i was the only one who offered times at that time and that benefited a lot of people because it was online i wouldn't have been able to do that in person and so i think i think there's a lot of pros and cons to it i think um now it's going to be pretty much impossible to go into the future without what we're doing being available. But I'm excited to see things go back in person. I have one in-person class over the summer that I'm very, very excited for. Um, but I think being having the online available is very important. Yeah, that is very true. And, you know, I think that also brought up a... Yeah, a really good point, because I know, you know, throughout the last several um, weeks and months, you know, all I could see, you know, all I've seen online and from other people were, yeah, I can't wait to go back to normal or go back to the way things were. But in reality, it's like we're not in that, you know, we're not in that same time anymore. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, I think you brought up a good point about the importance of, you know, even as we begin to, you know, slowly allow for more in-person yeah, you know, things to also integrate that new, yeah, you know, the new technology stuff that we've become accustomed to because it does, yeah, you know, it does impact in a way. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I, I, I really like the uh, office hours being online. Actually, I thought I found that I got a lot out of online office hours because um, not only could you just make appointments a lot easier. I wouldn't. I typically didn't reach out to make appointments when things were in person. 
but that and also you get to clearly hear from other students about what their questions are for the class and i don't think we could do that in a office with two chairs and uh you know in a tiny cubicle in uh at thomas nelson yeah and you know and i think a part of that too is that as you mentioned before it has a lot more flexibility with times or anything because you know before if you know if you were available at this time but another person wasn't i mean it was almost impossible to really you know, try to find something that really works for everyone while still making sure every, you know, buildings are still open and people need to go places. But now with you know, the virtual environment, you're really able to just hop on a Zoom, even if it's just for two minutes, where it's much more inconvenient to, you know, go somewhere physically for just like a two minute meeting. Yeah, it, it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make the walk all the way to uh, my professor's office if I had a single question, right? <laughs> But if they had their office hours open, I'd just hop right in. I could even listen to other students. You know, I wouldn't be bothering anyone because I'm just in a Zoom. But versus taking space in an office, I think uh, the virtual office hours is, I think that actually has benefited a lot of students. Yeah, I completely agree. And even at, yeah, even at my own institution, like I have actually asked, you know, from people in this leadership council I'm part of and yeah, and requested that you know some of this, some of these services and stuff stay virtual because yeah you know, because of that accessibility and that yeah you know, it's it's a lot easier for the students and of course you know as things you know open up well of course there probably will be some in persons you know stuff like office hours again but to still have that virtual option at least available I think is very beneficial yeah and so yeah and a part of that too is I think at least in my own personal opinion, is that, you know, I think an uh, underrated part of, you know, I guess having this, you know, doing stuff virtually is that, well, at least over a recorded Zoom is that you're able to go back later and see what the professors have to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's one of the things I actually benefit a lot from. Uh, I know I, I wasn't a big fan of my asynchronous classes, um, just because I, I felt like, it's a lot harder to make my own schedule <laughs> for uh, classes. I don't have a problem making schedules for homework, but uh, something about just sitting down to watch a recorded lecture, but going back to watch a recorded lecture, um, especially for my synchronous classes, I did that very often. Uh, it's one of the reasons I was very successful in some of my classes. Yeah, and I completely agree with that. For me, I have I had all asynchronous um, classes for my spring 2021 semester, and so, it was really interesting trying to find like find a time that yeah you know, I'm both available and you know can do the class, especially with so much free time and not really much else outside of classes. Yeah, it's like it's really hard to schedule things when you don't have anything to schedule it around. That's such a great point. Yeah, I actually really like that point where <laughs> it's harder to schedule things when there's nothing to schedule it around, but you still are busy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it becomes a little more uh, up in the air whether or not you can actually make things. Yeah, that is very true. And, and yeah, and I think one of the things I actually want to do is that, yeah, I know for you, you know, you know, with going on to the next chapter of your, you know, of your post-secondary education now. So what are some hopes and thoughts that you have for education, especially in relation to yeah, technology for the next few um, few years ahead yeah i'm i'm hoping 
for me particularly, I'm hoping things go back in person, at least somewhat. Um, I feel like I definitely do a lot better in person, but um, being able to reach your professors online, I feel like has gotten a lot better in the last year. I mean, before you could just, you know, I'll see my professor on Monday, I'll see him on Thursday, right? Now it's like, if it's the weekend, my professors usually email me back. I, I feel like it wasn't nearly as, the communication was not nearly as good um, when things were in person. And so I'm really hoping the communication continues even when things hopefully go relatively normal. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And and you know, and I think a part of you know, all of this too that it just came to my attention is that yeah, I think one of the the somewhat bright sides about having, you know, more virtual stuff, especially with asynchronous, one of the few bright sides I liked is that at least you have more time for yourself. And to really, you know, take care of yourself and, you know, because I know mental health is definitely a really important thing to take care of. And so I think that's, that also deals a lot with time management too. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think one of the things that I struggled with, with asynchronous is time management. It took me a while to sort of figure that out, especially, you know, students who are working as well as trying to juggle asynchronous classes, it becomes a bit of an issue because you get home from work and you don't want to get on that lecture, but you know, you sort of have to, because you know, you might not be as busy or you not, might not be as free tomorrow, things like that. And so it just comes, it, I don't know. It's why I personally like the synchronous classes because it helps with my time management. I think time management nowadays is going to be one of the greatest skills that you can acquire. Yeah, I couldn't really agree more with that. and. And I think a part of that, too, is that at least the way I see it is almost where it's easier when someone else sets your schedule for you that and it's like because at least then you feel obligated to, you know, to comply with it, because while you can, you know, say, you know, from one o'clock to three o'clock, I'm going to be doing this, you know, this homework as well, this class, no matter what, you know, if something comes up, you're really the one with the most flexible schedule. So I think that really... Yeah, I think that really changes things. It's not even like, you know, even being at home, I mean, being in person somewhere where it's like, I'm going to go to the library every day at free. When you're just like at home and just, you know, switching from one Zoom to another, you know, on a daily, on a daily basis, it's like, I don't know. It's like it, you don't have the same feeling of really switching environments almost. Mm hmm. No, yeah, uh, especially I'm right now sitting here staring at my bed. I mean, <laughs> it's so easy for me to finish an assignment, have more to do, but say, you know what, I'm going to give myself a little break and little break turns into 20 minutes, 20 minutes turns into an hour and eventually I'm asleep, right? <laughs> and it, it, I don't like being in an environment where it's just so easy to give up. I, I feel like it's a lot easier for me to sort of put things off and give up when I'm in my own room versus in a library when I'm surrounded by my peers who are also studying. You know, and I think to add on to that, it's almost where, and I, I remember reading a study a few years ago, which I definitely think is true, but it's almost, yeah, harder to deal with is that, you know, like, for example, it's like, if you need to do your homework, don't do it in, you know, the place that you live and you know whatnot and really try to keep everything separated at least you know so that way you have better control over everything but now not having 
you know, a physical environment to really go to. It's, it seems like a lot harder to really stand still and just really focus on something, especially, I'm not sure about you, but, you know, but for example, if we're also, you know, we're on the computers and our screens all day, you know, doing our classes, but that's also where most of our distractions are as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's so easy for me to just pop up Netflix on my computer, lay back when I've got, you know, five emails that I got to reply to, two more assignments, things like that. Yeah. And what do you think is, and what do you think for you, what was the best ways that you were able to really, you know, focus more on, on your studies or if you, if you were able to and really, you know, and really try to concentrate more on, you know, your time management and especially also like with mental health, as we were mentioning earlier. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I think for me, it was mainly being able to get out, go to the coffee shop, go to the library if they're open, um, sit there, do your studying. It can get, you know, expensive, but for me, being able at least once a week to just get out of the house, do my studying somewhere that I'm not right next to my bed or I'm not right next to, you know, distractions, right? That was in particular really helping me out. Um, or even setting, you know, schedules like make a timer on your phone, say, okay, for an hour, I'm going to do nothing but completely just saturate myself in my homework, right? And that that definitely helped me out a lot. I mean, I felt like it was almost a brain exercise, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I agree with that as well. Like, I know for me, yeah, a lot of times I will say like, okay, it's like, this is what I need to do today. I need to get this done or at least get as much of it done as possible, you know, and yeah, not leave the room until I do it. Cause it's so easy, especially, you know, for me to really just walk out, of the, walk out of the room and do something else, chat with someone. It's like, no, it's like, stay here and just really focus yourself and try your best to do it. Oh yeah. That, that, I, yeah. Even just going in your kitchen to do your homework can really help. I mean, I, for me, last semester, I think I spent about 20 hours a day in my room, probably, you know, either because I, I worked virtually and I, uh, you know, I had all my classes online and that was definitely, it started to take a toll on my mental health. It started to take a toll on, you know, my relationships and I had to just sort of figure out something else. If, if something is going wrong, if you need a change in your life, you need to anything, right? You just play with things, trying to figure out what's going to work for you. Yeah, that is very true. And then, yeah, and something that just came to mind when, even when you were saying that was, you know, in terms of, you know, communicating is really that like for you, have you been able to do anything like maybe like virtual study sessions or anything else to really, you know, try to communicate with others in your classes at all? Yeah, so what we would do in a few of my classes, particularly like the STEM courses, were um, we set up discords and uh, we would chat on there. We've just uh, sometimes every now and then we'd get into one of those um, uh, lounges, I think they're called. I forget. I, I, this is my first semester using Discord. Uh, yeah. So um, we'd get in there and we just sort of we would chat for a while while we do our homework. Um, if we had a question on the homework, someone would say, uh, you know, hey, how do I do a uh, number three on section, you know, 4.2, right? And you'd go there and you'd be like, oh, okay, so I can help you with this. And 
I uh, actually got an iPad uh, because I thought I was going to tutor this semester, but I didn't end up tutoring, but it was really beneficial because I would be able to jump on the Discord on my iPad, uh, share my screen and write out how to help people. And uh, I, I got a lot out of that. Wow, that's great to hear that, you know, that you were able to do that and really, you know, as you mentioned for Atlas, like stay involved and, mm -hmm. and really try to do your best for, for your own education, despite all of the, you know, the circumstances. And especially since, you know, going into college, I'm sure this isn't what you expected your, you know, your time for community college would really be like. Oh, oh my God. Most of my time has been online, actually. I had a one and a half semesters uh, in person. Those were, I had a great time those semesters. It's just, if I could go back and make everything, you know, in person, I would, but obviously that would be my absent the uh, pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that you would have wished that you would have tried, you know, prior to everything, you know, going virtual had you known? Ooh, that's a good question. I think for me, man, figuring out how to manage my, uh, my testing anxiety would have definitely helped me out a lot. I think if you've, uh, if you got testing anxiety, you no longer can like, you know, get into a testing center, you have in-person tests anymore. I think for me, I sh if I had known beforehand that things were going to go online, I would have been able to sort of um, wrap that around my head. And then, you know, everything sort of comes at you at once, you know, like when you semester starts, you're like, okay, this is fine. This is fine. Around week three or four, it's just all, all going on you, you know? So it, it, I wish, I wish I had known prior that uh, it would have been harder <laughs> to take tests. Yeah, well, I'm at least glad that, you know, with things slowly getting back, that hopefully by the time that, that you graduate from BCU, that hopefully things will be able to be, you know, back in the state where you're able to fully do things to the capacity that you want to. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's going to be really interesting because there are going to be people who aren't, you know, wanting to go in person, people who are going to want to go in person. And everyone's going to be fulfilled, I think, uh, by that time. I mean, we've got anyone who wants to be online is having a field day right now. <laughs> and in the coming semesters, I think anyone who wants to be in person is going to as well. Yeah, I think this really allows for a lot more flexibility with our learning and really taking more control over, you know, how we learn, because really it is our education. So mm -hmm. I think students are gaining a lot of their uh they're sort of, um, I don't know how to word this. They're sort of gaining a lot of their own power in the coming semesters to pick and choose how they want their education delivered to them. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of the last things I, I want to bring up before we go ahead and go to, you know, our break is that, you know, which it really just, I really just thought about it, you know, with the last thing that you were saying was, I know, you know, prior to the pandemic and even now as it's, you know, slowly letting up is that, you know, a lot of people have always mentioned about the great college experience and the, this, you know, this time that a lot of us will, you know, get to do everything that we've, you know, that we've ever wanted and, you know, this really idealistic time. And so what are your, what is your interpretation of the, you know, of the college experience and especially now within this time and going forward yeah that's a good question i think if i had been going into college knowing that 
I would be online, I might have taken a gap semester or a gap year. Um, just because I don't think it's a uh, an education delivery that is great for me. Um, I guess, I don't, I don't know. I'm sort of looking back, it is the college experience that I was expecting for that one and a half semesters. And after that, um, you know, the friends I made that one and a half semesters that was in person are the friends that, you know, I've had, you know, since then. I haven't really gotten to know a lot of people outside of the virtual studio, uh, just because it's a lot harder to connect with students in the classes uh, that are virtual. I would say if you have the opportunity to try and make friends online, it's, it's so much harder. But um, I'd say if you're going into online school, try and get involved with campus activities like online events or um, or student organizations. I think that would bring a lot of the uh, the college experience back to online school. Yeah, and yeah, like, like I said previously, I couldn't agree more. And I'll be right back with Samuel in just one moment. So please stay tuned. And so for some of our final thoughts, are there any, is there anything else that you'd like to say before we, you know, begin to conclude this podcast? And first of all, it has been an absolute pleasure to be able to speak with you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Uh, I just want to say to anyone out there who's, you know, still online, things like that, if you're struggling at all, I would say get involved with your college. Um, if your college has, you know, something like what we have a virtual studio, try and get involved with that. Um, get on some committees, you know, I mean, your, your opinion really matters. And I think uh, things going online, it's become a lot harder to get student involvement, um, especially in the clubs, because I'm in uh, the Student Government Association. And it, pretty much almost every single club has uh, either been dissolved or uh, completely stopped all operations. And that's kind of really discouraging because now the college doesn't, it's harder for the college to know what's best for the students. So I'd say get your voice out there. It really matters. Um, get involved. Wow. That's a little disheartening to hear about, you know, what's happening with the, the organizations. And so I'm really hoping that, yeah, that you know, within the next you know, few semesters that, you know, that involvement really, you know, goes up and that, you know, a lot more people are able to be involved with their college community. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. I think with things, you know, softly reopening, we're going to see a lot more people wanting to get involved. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, that is definitely the hope. Well, thank you so much for being here. I truly appreciate it. And yeah, and I'm glad that we are finally able to speak. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and definitely, yeah, as I as I think I always say, you know, definitely keep in touch. And I look forward to hopefully speaking with you again soon, whether yeah, on the podcast or or off of it. Absolutely. We're gonna have to do this again if we're in person. <laughs> yeah. Have a great day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll talk to you all later. <laughs>